of Salty Coffee. How is everyone today? I'm hoping that you are safe and sound at home or that you are driving safely to work or to the beach or that you're going to be enjoying yourself. Today's episode is about um, parenting and I just want to, because I, I don't know how you parents do it today. Things are so difficult especially now with the COVID and how you're going to make decisions that can impact your child's future is one of the hardest things you will ever have to encounter. But if it makes you feel any better, please know that whatever decision you make today is um, the one that you felt at the moment, at the time, to be the right one. In general, there's really no right or wrong when making a decision for your children. Whether it's to vaccinate them or not, whether it's to um, put them on online courses or in person, the school you select, the doctor you choose, um, the person to take care of them, where to take them to have fun, All of those decisions are usually made by mothers, but collectively, if you're parents, um, joint parents, and you live together, ideally, it becomes more difficult because it seems like sometimes if there's no communication and there's just one person, you know, taking care of everything, or the expectation is that the mother takes care of everything and that's a very difficult thing when you're a single mom and you have to make all of these decisions yes it's a little bit easier nonetheless um it's really hard and after raising my children I made some huge mistakes in selecting schools or selecting their doctor selecting who would take care of them, but it is important to know that whatever decision you make, it is what you feel that it's the best for your child at that time. I want to tell you a little story that happened to me when I was raising my two daughters. They are now going to be 24, 28 by the end of this year. But when I when I had my oldest and then um, my youngest was, you know, I think my youngest was about two years old and my oldest, no, my oldest was four. My youngest was just born. My oldest had this thing about wearing particular sandals in the wintertime wasn't sure why this happened every morning. Um, Generally, what I would do is I would prepare all of the clothes, books, you know, backpacks, baby diaper bag for the youngest and then daycare stuff for the oldest. Um, And she just would not want to wear boots in the winter. She really was, she really just wanted to wear these sandals. 
to school part-time, single mom, um, and getting ready in the morning was a specific routine for me. I had to take care of myself. That would be about 35 minutes taking care of the bag, which I already did the night before. Actually, I would do it during the week, so I would pick all of their clothes for the week, and I spent a good 25 minutes just trying to convince this child that, you know, sandals is just not appropriate for the winter time. And I, I couldn't tell you how frustrating it was that, you know, I spent... <laughs> 25 minutes a day every day in the winter time trying to convince a five-year-old or six-year-old that sandals is not appropriate for the winter time it was very difficult to the parenting course you know I had discussions and tried to have conversations with family and friends and they were all like what Latinos don't do that we don't do parenting course you know tell her she can't wear the sandals you know like what what's going on why would you think you need a parenting course I registered anyway I, I was just curious that's just me that's how I am very curious I was like you know what let me just go it wouldn't hurt to learn some tips and tools on how to get ready in the morning. Maybe they'll have a good insight of what it takes to do that. So it was the first day of the meeting and there was about eight of us, all women, all mothers. And I was so excited to talk about this 20-minute sandal talk and didn't realize how stupid I sound, you know, after knowing what I know now, but, you know, I went in there, I was like, you know, I'm just having a difficult time preparing in the morning, and it's very frustrating, and it's getting me angry, and I don't want to be angry in the morning, I really just want to get the stuff, get your clothes, and let's go, so the person who happened to be a a pediatrician and a counselor, she asked me, well, what, what is the problem with wearing the sandals? And I looked at her and I'm like, well, wait a minute. What do you mean, what is the problem? It's winter time. And she said, well, if it's winter time, what is the problem? Let her wear the sandals. There's no rules and regulations that say that you cannot wear sandals in the winter time. So I'm looking at everybody else like, is this lady like serious? What's going on? What's happening here? And everybody is taking notes and they're like, yeah, I want to see what she has to say. She said, the counselor says, listen, 
tell me what is really the problem with her wearing the sandals what it what are your concerns and I replied well you know I'm not gonna have you know people look at me like a bad parent because I'm having her wearing sandals in the pure winter time and then she says well what do you care what other people say and I looked at her like supposed to care what other people think or say about my parenting and then she says well I didn't say that out loud but I had that look and then she says listen we have to give children choices if they don't learn the consequences of their choices how will they ever learn so I'm like you know what that makes sense in theory but I'm Dominican I'm a Latina, and I live in Washington Heights at the time. I am not going to walk around (laughs) with my daughter wearing sandals. I don't think my mother would be proud of that, but needless to say, she said, listen, go home tonight, let her wear the sandals, let her make, give her choices, let her wear the sandals, and then just make sure you have a pair of sneakers or some more comfortable shoes in your bag and if she changes her mind when she goes outside at least you'll know you know what works or what doesn't work for her so that night I prepare everything and I lay everything out of course the youngest one was too small to for me to have to, you know, have my child make decisions. So it was a good tip. That night before, I sat down with my daughter and I gave her choices. Listen, it was very difficult, but I did it. <laughs> um, and of course, she chose the sandals as a pair of shoes. So I try to convince her you know don't forget it's gonna be 35 degrees outside do you know what that means and she looked at me like she really didn't care um I looked at her again and I said you know what that really means is that if you wear these you know it's gonna be cold and you know and if you have to change your shoes you know we're not gonna be able to do that we're not gonna be able to come back home and I'm trying I'm trying so hard to convince her that I'm right (laughs) and she's wrong and that wasn't part of the the whole objective of this giving choices so I stopped and I focused I said you know what let her choose and let her pay the consequences because with every decisions we make there are consequences and she'll never learn until she's presented with the consequence. So I let her wear the sandals and, you know, I don't know, but I was really wishing not to put the other pair of shoes and just let her handle it. Um, But I'm not that bad. (laughs) So we go out, she's wearing the sandals. Mind you, she has a coat, she has a scarf, she has um, her earmuffs, she has gloves. 
and she has sandals. <laughs> so I'm over here getting ready, put them in the car. She's, you know, whatever. And then I'm waiting outside and she's looking at me because I think it was, it was really cold that day. And I'm looking at her like, hey, you okay? Look, look, you made a great choice today. You decided to wear sandals. You know, that was your choice. And then I say, Wanda, stop. Don't do that. Don't push it. And she pulls my arm and pulls me to the side and says, my feet are cold. I'm, I'm really cold, Mom. And I'm, I wanted to just, like, cry because I'm like, oh, damn, this is fucked up. Um, I said, listen, um, I have sneakers, but you chose these sandals. And I try to convince you that it was cold outside and, you know, I don't, I don't know what to tell you. And she's looking at me like I'm crazy. Like, how, how could you give me a choice? I'm only like six years old. Where did that come from? That's the look she had in her face. Like, you're the mother. I'm, I trust you. And I had to look in my face like, I gave you choices. These are the consequences. So we had that look and that connection at the time. Um, but I gave her the sneakers. And she was, you know, she almost sort of like a apologetic type of feeling in our vibrations at the time. course it was a it was about eight session eight sessions and I'm sitting there and I'm like so proud of myself and I'm just like wow I did I did a great thing just a small little tip as giving your children choices who would have thought it would have made a big difference on your 25 minute you know saga um and then when other parents began to talk that's when I felt that my little sandal issue was so stupid um there was a parent who was 18 years old and head of household she's 18 years old with um her she was there on behalf of her brother her brother was also my daughter's age they weren't in the same class mother you know was very sick and she had a difficult time um figuring out and she was there because family court mandated her to be there the other person was there and their issues were um special needs children um how to cope with children who special needs and need additional accommodations there was another parent there with issues about transportation the school that my daughter was in at the time there it was the only school within the entire borough that accommodated the special needs of her child 
so she had to come all the way from you know it was a long distance so that was an issue for her um, the more I kept hearing these other stories about real issues the more the sandal thing became such like really wow sandals Wanda you're worried about sandals and what other people think but you know and that's when I thought to myself you know what I really need to finish school I want to help my community and I want to make sure that single parents are taken care of
they feel. And sometimes they won't. Sometimes they will tell you. Um, and now, when, when your children are older, you know, don't be the helicopter mom, you know, doing everything for them. Give them choices and let them make their own decisions. If they're 13, if they're 14, let them, let them feel the heat. Let them make the decision. You have to let go at some point. And letting go doesn't mean that you no longer are responsible as a parent. You're always going to be responsible. You're always going to be hard on yourself, even if your child is in their 30s and still living with you. So don't do it. Don't be so hard on yourself. Take your time. Enjoy their childhood. Participate in things together, whether it's cleaning the house, listening to old music that you used to listen to. Get away from social media. Get away from the nonsense and the craziness and just embrace. Embrace what you have now. So many times we are so hard on ourselves about, you know, oh my God, well, you know, they're falling in love with someone or they're teenager, teenage age, you know, they're teenagers now and they're so hostile. They're talking back at me. There are many um, ways of handling that in such a way where you have to know where does that come from I have a friend who told me once you know oh your daughters are you know beautiful daughters they're so you know we're so proud of you Wanda and you know to be honest with you I appreciate and I'm grateful for that but it wasn't easy you know it wasn't hard either We just have to make sure that we are healing ourselves as parents, that we go to therapy, that we try to heal our own traumatic wounds, and that um, we embrace our children, that we encourage them to be good people. And we really need to be there. We really need to enjoy our time together with them. And when you're in a position where you have to be the one doing everything, going to school, going to PTA meetings, going to work, working full-time, working part-time, regardless, um, I wish if I can do it all over again that I was more present. I, I thought I was, and I'm, perhaps I wasn't, but only your children can validate your parenting. They're the only ones who can tell you, you know what, you did a great job. And they're the only ones that could tell you, you know what, you were a shitty mom. (laughs) And they will tell you, you know, because that's just how life is. So don't be so hard on yourself if you believe that you were a shitty mom. Because at the end of the day, you did what you knew was best for the family at that time. The only thing you can really say is, you know, as a mother or a father, is that I try my best with what I had.
So as you're on your way back home or, you know, cleaning the house and listening to this or you're at work or you're driving and I'm not a therapist, I'm not an attorney, I'm not a counselor, I'm just a mom who experienced many, many, many challenges and just here to share those experiences with you. Once again... Please, don't be hard on yourself. And this is a time right now where you have to really sit down with your children and have a serious conversation and give them choices. Explain to them what's going on. Look at all of the choices that you have right now when it comes to sending them back to school. What are your top priorities for them to go back to school? Whether it's safety, whether it's the learning process, how does your child learn? You know your child. You know them more and best than anyone else. Figure it out. Have a conversation. If you have multiple children, have a family meeting. Make them ask you questions. Have them write the questions down and sit down, read those questions alone and answer them in your head as best as you can. If not, when you're having the meeting with the family of how you're going to proceed and look, this is the plan. These are your choices. What do you think? Let's do the pros and cons. I, I can I cannot imagine what parents are going through today. I really don't. I don't know how I would have done it, you know, having to get a babysitter to stay, but let's say the babysitter is sick, right? And then um, having them home all day doing Zoom classes. Is that really ideal? I don't know. That could be great for people who have been doing homeschooling. But in an urban setting, that's not cool. Um, I'm, I'm, I would like to have a conversation with parents who are literally dealing with this on all levels. Work, middle school, grammar school, kindergarten, daycare. I know parents who have all five college, middle school, grammar school, and a toddler. I mean, hello, it's 2020, and this country has not have, like, clear, clearly, none of them study urban studies, obviously, because how do you not figure this out how did you not think that there was ever going to be a pandemic and have the plan b straight up hey this is what we're doing should have had this ready a long time ago this is not something new this is not something that came out of the blue people scientists knew this and now as parents we're stuck again once again with having to make choices 
for our children. And what is that going to mean in 20 years? What is that going to mean in, you know, five years? What is that going to look like? Our grandchildren, you know, we can't even take care of our own grandchildren. I don't have any, but I can see why. It's so difficult to have a family right now. And again, I'm not a therapist. I'm not an educator. I'm not an attorney. I'm giving you my experience of 24, 28 years of parenting and what that looked like in 1992 to now and it's a never ending thing you're always going to be a parent so I I hope that you know you listen throughout the whole entire episode and if you're feeling bad right now don't do their support email me message me send me a message a voice message Visit my website at www.saltycoffeellc.com and send me a message there. I am available. Um, I'm flexible right now. I'm going through so many changes in my life, good ones. And I want the same for everybody else too. I want mothers to feel, you know, a little bit less harsh about raising their children and the decisions that they have to make um you know we visit social media and everybody looks happy all the time and you know when you don't hear from someone reach out say hey how you doing everything okay is there anything i can do for you because you just never know some parents are dealing with sandals But some parents are really dealing with some difficult times and difficult issues that no one may be able to help them. And that's sad. So I'll leave you so that you can have a great day. Um, If you decide that you want to leave a donation, I want to thank all of my sponsors um, for donating on a monthly basis and subscribing. And I really appreciate that because that money goes directly into doing the contests that we do and all other events. So I want to thank all of those people who have subscribed um, on a monthly basis. And for those who had donated, you know, a small amount, but it's something, a dollar, two dollars, it doesn't matter. You can donate whatever you want and just know that the money is going to um, supporting the community that listens to this podcast. Thank you so much. This is Wanda, the CEO and founder of Salty Coffee. Visit us at www.saltycoffeellc.com. Thank you.